Hi, thanks for sitting down with me today. I appreciate it. This is Tim Anderson, the appraiser's advocate, and we call this one a few more random thoughts on highest and best use. Here are a few more random thoughts on highest and best use. Why does highest and best use have two parts, but only one mention on the URAR form? What's important about highest and best use anyway? If the subject is a single-family home in a subdivision of single-family homes, it's highest and best uses as a house, right? So why the emphasis on highest and best use? Why is its analysis so important? There are many reasons why highest and best use analysis is important, but the biggest reason is choice of comps. What is the interrelationship between highest and best use and comp selection? It's straightforward, really. It's part of the principle of substitution. For one property to substitute for another, they must be similar. To be similar, a comparable must also be competitive with the subject. If a prospective buyer cannot purchase property A, assuming the buyer can afford to buy it, then property B would suffice. So, how does an appraiser determine if one property is a competitive substitute for another? Why is this similarity important, and how do appraisers quantify it? To quantify this substitutability, the appraiser first identifies the subject's salient legal, physical, and economic characteristics. This makes the choice of comps simple. A comp has the same, or highly similar, physical, legal, and economic characteristics of the subject. If that's not true, they simply are not comps. In other words, a comparable sale must have the same highest and best use as the subject. When they have the same highest and best use, they're substitutes one for another. Analysis of a sale to determine if it substitutes for the subject requires some digging, some phone calls, and possibly some shoe leather. Why? When we use a sale as a comp, we're telling the client we've verified it. We're representing to the client it has the same highest and best use as the subject. We've analyzed it to determine it has the same legal, physical, and economic characteristics as the subject. That's how we know it's a comp. It's a comp because we analyzed it and then verified it to be comparable. It's a comp because it has the same highest and best use as the subject. It's a comp because it's comparable to and competitive with the subject. It's a comp because it has the same legal, physical, and economic characteristics as the subject. So what's that second part of highest and best use? Look at USPAP Standard Rule 2-2A12. How do you comply with it? To comply, you write a summary of the support and rationale you have for it. It's not boilerplate. This is a report-specific, subject-specific summary. What did the market tell you about the properties comparable to and competitive with the subject? That, specifically, is what you summarize for the subject. You merely mark a box yes or no in the first part of your highest and best use analysis. But in the second part, the important part, the part that is omitted way too many times from the typical appraisal, you explain why you marked it that way. You explain any nuances of your answer. 
To summarize, a property is not a comparable unless it has the same highest and best use as the subject. That comp must have the same legal, physical, and economic characteristics as the subject. Therefore, it is logically impossible to choose comps until you know the subject's highest and best use. Thanks for stopping by today to chat with me. I appreciate it. If you have any questions, please contact me. I'm Tim Anderson, the Appraiser's Advocate. I'm here to help. You can contact me at Tim at TheAppraisersAdvocate.com. It'll be an honor to work with you. It'll be a pleasure to chat with you. My best to you and your family. And we're clear. Oh, but by the way, are your professional fees high enough?